Achieving your potential in Christ means that you become what you are. And St. Gregory of Sinai expressed this so well when he wrote, let's read together item number one. Become what you already are. Find him who is already yours. Listen to him who never ceases speaking to you. Own him who already owns you. A depth of wisdom in those few words. Every living thing on earth shares a common need, namely to fulfill its purpose, to achieve its potential. The acorn's potential, of course, is to become an oak tree, the puppy to become a dog, the kitten a cat, the caterpillar a butterfly. Each of these has a need to become what it is meant to be, what it was created to be. Now, does the acorn have to beg God to enable it to become an oak tree? Mm -mm. Does the puppy have to whine and plead to God to make him a dog? Certainly not. God wants them to become, to grow and to become and to achieve their potential. And the same way, the same thing is true of us. In baptism, God planted within us a great potential. We call it theosis, which means to become like God, to be united with God eventually. Now, not only does God want us to achieve this potential that he planted in us in baptism, but he will also help us achieve this potential if we cooperate with him, traveling the road of Christian discipline as we walk with Christ and follow him. Now, our goal then is a deeper sharing in the life of God, to become like him whom we worship, love, and adore. And having been given the Holy Spirit when we were chrismated, immediately following baptism, this goal of theosis becomes possible. We need then to set our sights high as Christians. We need really to shoot for the stars, to aim for theosis, that we may achieve our potential, which is to realize the fullness of the image of God in each one of us. And Meister Eckhart expressed this so well when he wrote, let's read together item number two. The seed of God is in us. Given an intelligent and hard-working farmer, it will thrive and grow up to God, whose seed it is. And accordingly, its fruits will be God-nature. Pear seeds grow into pear trees, nut seeds into nut trees, and God's seed into God. So it is our task to become what we are as the image and likeness of God, to share fully in the life of God, not only when we get to heaven, 
but especially now that we walk with Jesus in this life, because this life as we walk with Jesus will culminate in, in, uh, will culminate in heaven. Some years ago, there was a beautiful little book entitled Jonathan Livingston Seagull. Does anybody remember that book? It was quite a popular book a few years ago. I'm alone. Jonathan Livingston Seagull was no ordinary bird, according to this book. He began his life as one of the, they called them the breakfast flock, whose members flew merely to eat. You know, they follow the ships, they pick up garbage that's thrown overboard, and that's all they do. But suspecting that a seagull was created to seek more than just a breakfast, Jonathan persisted in flying for the beauty of flying, for the perfection of flying, and for the experience of pure freedom as he flew. Now his parents were very, very worried about Jonathan Livingston Seagull. When they saw the direction that their son was taking, was going, and they warned him, and they said to him, if you must study, then study food and how to get it. This fancy flying business is all very well, but you cannot eat, eat a glide, you know. Don't forget that the reason that you fly is to eat. But something inside Jonathan drove him back to his study in flying. He finally achieved a breakthrough, learning about the loop, the slow roll, the point roll, the inverted spin, the full bunt, the pinwheel, and so on. And he imagined how delighted the rest of the flock would be when they learned of his discoveries in flying. He said, instead of our drab slogging back and forth to the fishing boats, there's a reason to life. We can lift ourselves, he said, out of ignorance. We can find ourselves as creatures of excellence and intelligence and skill. We can be free. We can learn to fly. And Maynard Gull said, as a fellow seagull, said to Jonathan one day, Are you saying that I can fly like you fly? And Jonathan said, I say, you can. You are free. And then Maynard Gull spread his wings and lifted up into the dark night, and the whole flock was aroused from sleep by his cry as loud as he could scream from 500 feet up. I can fly! Listen, I can fly! And Jonathan turned to the rest of the flock and said, You can fly too! And the rest of the flock looked at him and they said, How do you expect us to fly as you fly? You're special. You have special gifts. And they mentioned a few other birds, gifted birds, and Jonathan turned and said to them, The only difference is that they have begun to understand what they are and they have begun to practice it. When we were baptized, God gave each one of us spiritual wings. They are prayer, faith, hope, the Bible, the sacraments, His inner presence. 
We are to use these to fly above the clouds of hopelessness and despair. We are to use them to soar to the heights of what God, God created us to be. The reason for living then is not just working in order to eat, as they kept telling Jonathan. It is far higher. And for us Christians, the Apostle John expressed it beautifully when he wrote, Now we are children of God, but it does not yet appear what we shall be. For when he, Christ, appears, we shall see him as he is, and we shall be like him. There is no more miserable person than the one who goes through life and realizes that he has not achieved his or her full potential. He has denied, turned his back on what he can be. So theosis is not just one of the dogmas of the church, a teaching of the church. It becomes a living reality when we look especially at the Theotokos and the saints of the church. Because theosis, union with God, takes on flesh and blood and becomes real, concrete in the saints who have been justified and sanctified and are thereby now sons and daughters of the resurrection. Because the saints are indeed what we are called to be, gods by participation, reflecting the light and the love of Christ in their lives. And today we celebrate the Holy Fathers of the Council that met many centuries ago. And this is exactly what they did and how they lived. They lived as Christians, having been justified and saved by Christ and striving for theosis. The lives of the saints and their icons, especially as we see them in church, shine with the presence of God, and they serve to remind us of our high calling, namely to become gods by grace, having been delivered, delivered by Jesus from the bondage of corruption and death into the glorious liberty of the children of God, as St. Paul says. It's interesting in concluding that the icons depict not only God becoming man in Christ, but also man-woman becoming God by grace. In other words, the icons give us a foretaste of our deification, of our theosis, of our sharing in the life of God, of our glorification. And that is why the saints are depicted in the icons, not only in their human state, but if you look at them carefully, they are depicted more so in their transfigured state, their deified state, their glorified state. So humanity through, through theosis becomes deified and shares indeed in the very life of God. So the saints have already achieved theosis, union with God, and they are already sharing in this beautiful life of God. I should like to conclude by reading together this final paragraph on theosis. 
I hope you will take these home and meditate on them during the week because they're brief, but they contain the highest and the greatest depth of theology uh, as far as our Orthodox Christian faith is concerned. Let's read number three. Theosis is a visible sign of our salvation in Christ. It demonstrates that we are already partaking of the grace of God in this world. By looking at the saints, we're able to see salvation at work and in action. Father A. Kaliva says, the saints are the concrete evidence of the transfiguring power of the gospel. They are the first fruits of the heavenly life, the forerunners of the kingdom of God. The saints are also concrete evidence of the reality of theosis. So when someone asks you, are you saved? The orthodox answer would be, sure I'm saved, and now I'm on my way to theosis, to sharing more fully in the life of Christ, which I received when I was baptized. Let us pray. Lord, remove the garbage of sin from our lives. Eliminate the weight of sin that keeps us earthbound. Like Jonathan the seagull, help us to soar to the heavenly heights for which you created us. Help us to shoot for the stars, for that is our destiny. Enable us by your grace to grow and to become what we are. As the pear seed grows into a pear tree, so may the God seed you planted in us at baptism grow to become your divine likeness as in the saints. We pray in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.